Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin a new book, the book of Zechariah. But before we get started, I want to say congratulations on reading through the book of Haggai with me. It's been an awesome journey so far, and it's been an honor to read this Bible with you and for you. So we could read this together. It's just an awesome thing. Congratulations, like I say again, don't beat yourself up if you might fall behind or a few days here and there. Don't quit. Just keep on keeping on. God honors faithfulness, not perfection. You're doing a great job just reading along with me or listening to me, whatever it might be, to get the Word of God day by day. Okay, let's get started. Zechariah, Introduction The temple rebuilding had begun amid great excitement in 536 B.C., But the early enthusiasm had waned, and 16 years later, the only movement in the unfinished building was the stirring of the wind. Enter Zechariah, commissioned by God to join Haggai in motivating the workers to finish what they had begun. His message is one of consolation. The temple will be no ordinary building, but will house the Messiah himself. All hands to the task, for look, your king is coming to you. Chapter 9, verse 9. Vital Statistics. Author, Zechariah. Date written. Chapters 1 to 8 were written from about 520 to 518 B.C. Chapters 9 to 14 were written about 480 B.C. Purpose, to give hope to God's people by revealing God's future deliverance through the Messiah. Themes, rebuilding the temple, restoration, and the coming Messiah. Day 267, September 23rd, Zechariah chapters 1 and 2, Visions of Horses and Horns. Overview. Zechariah, the longest of the minor prophets, contains a message of encouragement to the temple builders after the exile. A younger contemporary of Haggai, Zechariah delivers a similar message in a strikingly different manner. Haggai preaches sermons. Zechariah sees visions. Haggai is an exhorter. Zechariah is an encourager. Haggai proclaims a strong message of rebuke. Zechariah brings a soothing message of restoration. Haggai is concerned with the present. Take part and finish the temple. Zechariah is concerned with the future. Take heart. The Messiah is coming. The first six chapters of Zechariah's prophecy contain night visions describing Israel's fortunes and future both in Zechariah's day and in the days to come. Chapter 1, Vision of the Horses, verses 1 to 17, Israel's fortunes and future. Visions of the Horns, verses 18 to 21, Israel's fortunes and future. Chapter 2, Vision of the Surveyor, verses 1 to 5, Israel's fortunes and future. Survey of the visions, 
verses 6 to 13. Israel's fortunes in future. Insight. Visions in the night. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 8. This is the first of the eight visions. Chapter 1 verse 8. Zechariah will be shown in chapters 1 to 6. All occurring in one night. Each has its own theme. But even the number of them may contain a message in the Bible. Eight often signifies a new beginning or rededication. For example, the eighth day is the first day of the week, and baby boys were circumcised on their eighth day. A very relevant message for people rebuilding Jerusalem and its temple. Insight, Zechariah, alias Smith and Jones, Zechariah chapter 1 verse 1. With the aid of a Bible concordance or Bible dictionary, do some scripture sleuthing to see how many different people you can find in the Bible named Zechariah. The answer may surprise you. You don't have nearly enough fingers to count them. Zechariah chapter 1. A call to return to the Lord in November of the second year of King Darius's reign. The Lord gave this message to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah and grandson of Iddo. I, the Lord, was very angry with your ancestors. Therefore, say to the people, This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Don't be like your ancestors who would not listen or pay attention when the earlier prophets said to them, This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. Turn from your evil ways and stop all your evil practices. Where are your ancestors now? They and the prophets are long dead. For everything I said through my servants, the prophets, happened to your ancestors, just as I said. As a result, they repented and said, We have received what we deserve from the Lord of heaven's armies. He has done what he said he would do. A man among the myrtle trees. Three months later, on February 15th, the Lord sent another message to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, and grandson of Idol. In a vision during the night, I saw a man sitting on a red horse that was standing among some myrtle trees in a small valley. Behind him were riders on red, brown, and white horses. I asked the angel who was talking with me, My Lord, what did these horses mean? I will show you, the angel replied. The rider standing among the myrtle trees then explained, They are the ones the Lord has sent out to patrol the earth. Then the other riders reported to the angel of the Lord, who was standing among the myrtle trees. We have been patrolling the earth, and the whole earth is at peace. Upon hearing this, the angel of the Lord prayed this prayer. O Lord of heaven's armies, for seventy years now you have been angry with Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. How long until you again show mercy to them? And the Lord spoke kind and comforting words to the angel who talked with me. Then the angel said to me, Shout this message for all to hear. This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. My love for Jerusalem and Mount Zion is passionate and strong, but I am very angry with the other nations that are now enjoying peace and security. I was only a little angry with my people, but the nations inflicted harm on them 
far beyond my intentions. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, I have returned to show mercy to Jerusalem. My temple will be rebuilt, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and measurements will be taken for the reconstruction of Jerusalem. Say this also, this is what the Lord of heaven's army says, the towns of Israel will again overflow with prosperity, and the Lord will again comfort Zion and choose Jerusalem as his own. Four horns and four blacksmiths. Then I looked up and saw four animal horns. What are these? I asked the angel who was talking with me. He replied, These horns represent the nations that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four blacksmiths. What are these men coming to do? I asked. The angel replied, These four horns these nations scattered and humbled Judah. Now these blacksmiths have come to terrify those nations and throw them down and destroy them. Zechariah chapter 2. Future prosperity of Jerusalem. When I looked again, I saw a man with a measuring line in his hand. Where are you going? I asked. He replied, I am going to measure Jerusalem to see how wide and how long it is. Then the angel who was with me went to meet a second angel who was coming toward him. The other angel said, Hurry and say to the young man, Jerusalem will someday be so full of people and livestock that there won't be room enough for everyone. Many will live outside the city walls. Then I myself will be a protective wall of fire around Jerusalem, says the Lord, and I will be the glory inside the city. The exiles are called home. The Lord says, Come away, flee from Babylon in the land of the north, for I have scattered you to the four winds. Come away, people of Zion, you are exiled in Babylon. After a period of glory, the Lord of heaven's armies sent me against the nations who plundered you. For he said, Anyone who harms you harms my most precious possession. I will raise my fist to crush them and their own slaves will plunder them. And you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. The Lord says, Shout and rejoice, O beautiful Jerusalem, for I am coming to live among you. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on that day, and they too will be my people. I will live among you, and you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies sent me to you. The land of Judah will be the Lord's special possession in the Holy Land, and he will once again choose Jerusalem to be his own city. Be silent before the Lord, all humanity, for he is springing into action from his holy dwelling. My Daily Walk On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 equals hopeless, 10 equals excellent, how would you rate your managerial skills in the following areas? Getting your family to help around the house. Supervising your subordinates at work. Motivating committee members to do their jobs. Encouraging members of your Sunday school class. Not all of these situations may apply to you, but here is one that does. Challenging others to follow the Lord. Zechariah's task, in a nutshell, was to encourage his countrymen 
not to give up in their walk with God. You can do the same. Look for a small but significant and sincere compliment you can pay to each person you encounter today. Watch how attitudes change as others see you seeking to build them up rather than trying to tear them down. After all, we are put on this earth not to see through one another, but to see one another through. And encouragement helps. Buoyant and zealous, Zechariah had the soul of an artist and the eyes of a seer. That is so true. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day. And keep up the good work. And keep on keeping on. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing. Peace.